Live from Cobble Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to Speed and Power. I'm your host, Megan Walker. Quick shout out to our sponsors, Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more. Acres solution for every field. Quick little shout out to Layton's Pub for giving us amazing food tonight. They always provide the best and we really appreciate them. Tonight on Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket, we have got a very special guest who's one of my very best friends on the track team. We've got Johanna Ives and we've also got Harrison on the board. So Johanna, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi everyone, my name is Johanna Ilves. I'm from Estonia, which is a tiny country in northern eastern Europe. About population like 1.3 million, so smaller than Nebraska. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I started track when I was like eight, seven. So now I'm 24. So it's been forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I came in here as a multi. Uh, now I'm sprints and hurdles, and I love it. At what point did you change from multi to sprints and hurdles? Um, so my freshman year, I tore my ACL. Um, I had surgery. Sophomore year, I tore my meniscus, <laughs> had another surgery. Um, junior year, another ACL and meniscus. So they won't let me jump anymore mm-hmm. or throw. So I didn't really have any other option uh, to just, you know, start uh, hurdles and sprints. That's crazy. Yeah, you're pretty beaten up. I saw your <laughs> knees the other day when we were at a meet. I was like, did you have knee surgery? She's like, yeah, I've had like three and yeah. I'm going to have to have another one when I'm like 40. Yeah, knee replacement. No joke. <laughs> That's How crazy. long did you go before like before you got that knee replacement? Were you just trying to bear no, through the pain or is it? I haven't had knee replacement. Oh, okay. I'm going to have it once I'm like 40 or 45 because my knee is just so messed up. I basically have like 20% of meniscus left. Does it hurt? Uh, Yeah. But it's doable. Okay. <laughs> Not lying. Different breed. Track athletes. Different breed. She's one of the toughest cookies on our team. I would have to say, like, Johanna's that main character in a movie. That's what we always say <laughs> all the time. But yeah, so we just had a track meet this weekend. And how did it go for you? It went pretty good. I did not run hurdles, which is my main event. But I went um, sub 12 first time. Um, which I'm really happy about. So that was really awesome yeah. to watch. And we have got Big Ten coming up this weekend. We're going to leave Wednesday and come back Monday. So it's going to be a little bit of a long trip. How are yeah. you feeling for that? I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm going to run hurdles and be on both relays, 4x1 and 4x4. Yeah, I'm super excited for the team. and um, I have faith that we are going to do great. I hope so. Are we, what are we, like, close to getting first, isn't it? Like, we're second? I think we are first right now. We're first but- right now. so so close um everyone has to do their best Mm -hmm. really everyone's got to show up everyone's got to be part of the team oh yeah Mm -hmm. 100 percent. everyone has to as i said run your soul out Mm -hmm. (laughs) that would be so exciting if the women win because i feel like we haven't really won anything yeah like it's mainly been the boys Mm -hmm. so this is our kind of shine girl yes so we have to we have to go out there and give our best exactly represent nebraska Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you've been here for a very long time in Nebraska. Yeah, now it's uh, my fifth year. Yes, and you have two more years left. Yeah, I got accepted in grad school. Amazing. So I have next year indoor and outdoor, and then my seventh year outdoor, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds crazy, but with COVID and all the uh, medicals and stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, congratulations on grad school. That's Thank amazing. you. So what has kept you here? You've been here for a long time, and I know you're an amazing athlete, and you could go anywhere you wanted. So I felt like I made a decision 
to come here and this is my place. I'm not leaving. I'm just has to, I have to make it work. Mm-hmm. First few years, yes, it did not work exactly like I wanted because I got injured. But now I feel like this is my home and I want to be here. That's when, you know, I decided to go grad school here. Um, yeah. That's so sweet. Then it's been, I know there's been a few coach changes. Has that been easy to yeah. adapt to? Um, so because I went from multis with one coach mm-hmm. to sprints and hurdles with another, um, it wasn't that bad of a change because our program was like completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty easy for me. Uh, maybe the first year was a little bit rocky we, because we had two sprint coaches, mm-hmm. but like this year it's been just amazing. That's crazy. So how have you stayed strong throughout the entire time you've been here? Cause you've dealt with injuries and I bet that was hard mentally and physically. So what kept pushing you? Oh, it's been so hard. Um, I remember after my freshman year, everyone was like, is she even coming back after the summer? Like, she was just so beat up. I was like, is that even a question? <laughs> like, yeah, um, I kept trying all the time. Um, I come from a farm. Mm-hmm. So, like, you just can't give up. You know, if something happens, you just have to go. So I've been with this, you know, mentality that you just can't give up and you just got have to keep driving so this is you know been the most helpful plus my sister is here mm-hmm. which really helped too yeah my first two years were harder but then my sister came and now I basically feel like you know my family is here too so that helped um yeah and of course teammates athletic trainers mm-hmm. um since I spent hours and hours and hours of rehabbing, <laughs> they kind of became my friends. So mm-hmm. you built a family here, which yeah, is amazing. Exactly. That's so crazy. Was there ever a point where you did start to get homesick, like maybe early on when you first got down here? Because I'd imagine that's quite a culture shock landing in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh yeah, it was it was crazy. Uh, first like two years, I think I counted days to go to Estonia. <laughs> um, yeah, but then at some point it just like clicked. Um, and now I just, I'm like, oh, it's coming like so quick because I don't count days. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's ready to go to Estonia already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, um, now it's a lot easier and when it's fun and when you're actually doing good times goes, time goes so much faster. Yeah. Uh, and then you said you grew up on a farm too, back uh-huh. home and you gave it some credit to some of your characteristics. Are you, you have looking today. for a solid stable career? Excuse that for a sec. Uh, but you said you gave it some characteristics that you have today. Wait, what were you all doing on the farm? Was it livestock? Were you actually, was it crops or what was that? So we have both. We okay. have about 120 cattle maybe. Oh, wow. And then we have crops about 2000 acres, uh, rye, wheat, oats. We don't have corn and soybean because it's up in the north. So mm-hmm. it's too cold. But yeah, all the summers I was working on a farm. My parents are kind of strict. <laughs> um, so we had to be home early. You know, your focus was like on sports and, um, you know, on the farm work. So we didn't really hang out with friends. Mm-hmm. Was it age 15 where you left and moved? Yes. So I was 15 when I graduated uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to high school an hour away from the farm, which um, it was a bigger high school. They actually had a track, not like travel lot, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we had coach there. So first year I lived with my uncle and then I turned 17 and then my sister who's year and a half younger came there too 
um, and we got an apartment. So mm -hmm. we started living alone with our parents when she was 16, I was 17. So we had to grow up really fast. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that made it so much easier to actually come to the States because I already had been without my parents for three years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can definitely tell that by you. Like you were very mature. Oh, I'm the mom. <laughs> You're the mom of the group. You're always telling everyone like where to go, keeping everyone in line. That's so true though. Yeah. So plus, you know, I had to kind of take care of my sister. Mm -hmm. um, when I, we got home, I would make, you know, dinner and she would do the dishes. We had everything like, you know, planned out. So yeah, that really taught me everything about life, you know, mm -hmm. because you don't know about like doing paying pills and like things like that before you actually leave mm -hmm. yeah and then the reality hits so i had that experience before which i'm really like thankful for that my parents actually would let me do <laughs> let me and my sister do something mm -hmm. like that so mm -hmm. yeah that's so crazy did you have anything when you came to the states like something that was really hard that you had to deal with so definitely like you know English is not my first language. Mm -hmm. uh, Estonian is. So first, like speaking, I was kind of scared that I'm going to say something, I don't know, stupid or like I would not understand. Mm -hmm. uh, but that took like a few months maybe. And now I just can't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have really good English. Like there are sometimes you say like things I'm like, oh, okay, Johanna. But other than that, it's like really well. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I still worry about sounding stupid, and I've been speaking English forever, so I think you're doing doing fine with that. Do you think you could take care of yourself at 15, 17 years old, living by yourself? I do not think so at all. Like, I feel like I was very mature at that age. Yeah. Like, I could now. I could live on my own, but, like, I can't imagine doing that. Or, like, taking care of someone else. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that would be so much responsibility that I wouldn't be able to handle. Do you think you could? Ah, absolutely not. Unless, you know, maybe I have a younger brother where I have to get it mm -hmm. together. But, no, that's just, like, credit to you because that's... That'd be a lot of work, but I suppose growing up on the farm, I mean, how many hours were you working? You said they're pretty strict. You getting up at 6 a.m. with sunrise, sundown type of work? So before school, we didn't have to do anything. Okay. Uh, my So we have horses too. Back then we had 14, I think. Now we just have two left because we left. So no one really takes care of them. Um, but so we went to school, uh, then to practice, get home like 4 p.m. Then you had to, you know, do the stable stuff, take horses inside, make sure... They have water, uh, feed, everything. So, uh, but over the summers, um, we had miles and miles and miles of building electric fences. <laughs> so you have, you know, like, I don't know, 15 pound like hammer and you have to put the posts in the ground and stuff like that. So hard physical work um, and really like tedious too. So how did you kind of get into athletics? Because it seems like your parents really like had you working on the farm. So like, yeah. was that they were going to push you to continue working on the farm or what did they want for you? So my mom was a long jumper, Estonian champion, 97, I think. Wow. And my dad's side of family, like everyone wrestled. So I tried wrestling, but it wasn't really my thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like get hit and stuff like that. No, not, not for me. Um, so my dad or my mom took me to a meet. Um, when I was maybe first grade and they would start the track practices, the second grade. So my, the coach had told my mom, no, I don't want her because she's too little, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I beat like uh, kids who were, who were like three, four years younger. And then the coach was like, okay, she can come to practice. Um, 
and then after that so that was first grade mm -hmm. up to like seventh grade maybe i was with that coach but it was more like a pe teacher who didn't know too much about uh, running mostly just throwing so we started going like once or twice a week like 100 kilometers or you know <laughs> 70 miles away mm -hmm. um to actually have like indoor track um and then in a ninth grade uh, so that's the last year of middle school in Estonia. Uh, we found the coach who was um, in the high school where I, I went to. Um, and they've been really encouraging. Like if you say that I got, you know, meat coming up, I can't do this. Then he would be like, okay, but then after <laughs> you will do this and you will do this too. Mm -hmm. So um they would never like ban us from from like practice or anything, which was you now really good. That's awesome. When did you think you fell in love with the sport? I think when I was like 10, 10. because we had this super cool like um, Olympic starts, mm -hmm. which is from like 10 to 14. And I, I won like super cool awards. Um, like a block of chewing gum and things like that <laughs> like in that <laughs> age stuff, it's like yeah. so good uh -huh. you know and then i was like wow i can like be a really good and um then i started multi because in estonia they make everyone to multi mm -hmm. first and then you kind of specialize after that i feel like the toughest of the toughest people are multis yeah you got a lot going on your body's taking a toll and you're competing for multiple days it's it's a lot yeah do, do you wish you could be a multi again oh um not right now not right now is no. it like a hate love relationship kind of kind of yeah once you get to the 800 you're like <laughs> why yeah. like why uh but it's like fun after you're like done actually you mm -hmm. feel like so accomplished like that feeling it's great yeah it's so uh and again if you guys want to join the show starter hammond text line 402-464-5685 as well we're streaming on facebook youtube twitch and twitter and allo channel 951 again plenty of guys you can join the conversation uh as so we got a couple from nebraska track and field here sitting down with us but you know talking about that being a multi-sport athlete you know megan are you on that fence too Do you, would you rather be a multi or no, or you just want to pick one and go with it. I would love to try being multi. Honestly, like that's what I can. I came into college wanting to do. Like I wanted my coach to like throw me in some stuff because I used to high jump. I used to long jump. I used to hurdle. I feel like I could be very flexible and mm -hmm. I feel like I should try it out. But I don't know if my coach is going to let me do that. So let's go to Dusty tomorrow. Oh, I, don't know about <laughs> that. oh I have a question I was supposed to ask you. Uh, Who is your favorite coach? Koji. Coachy, good answer. No, no question. No question. <laughs> if you said a different answer, I was supposed to cut it right now. No. I was supposed to get out of here. <laughs> Coachy for sure. It's been just, I feel like he understands me because I'm sometimes like not too much, but I want too hard. Mm -hmm. So he knows where to exactly like stop me, say like, this is enough, good for the day. Or like when I'm in my comfort zone, he's like trying to, trying to kind of push me out and making the practices more, you know, awarding. And like, I can actually understand, okay, this is what I need to do now. Mm -hmm. I honestly think he's the best coach. Oh, like 100%. I, that's like one of the main reasons I came here is because he is so amazing. Yeah. What makes him great for you? Okay. He's like, he's not mean. He's not lazy. He's like a perfect mix of both. Like he's not really like mean in like a way that he's going to critique you in like the best way. I don't even know how to explain it. You trust like when a, he's 
when he's uh how, what's the word to say when he's practicing discipline you trust him yes like i trust him completely like if i gave him my dog to watch for the weekend i think he would do a great <laughs> job watching my dog but like he knows exactly what to tell you like he just understands everyone so well like he just we have a great relationship i feel like with everyone yeah. on the team like he cares about everyone is mm-hmm. that who recruited you the most or how was that recruiting yeah Kochi? So i was recruited by Kochi. he had reached out to me and yeah i just feel like we have a great relationship like i feel like he's a, our dad do you yeah. not feel it yeah yeah so is he also the one who recruited you? No, okay. I was recruited by a multis coach um, okay. 2018. So, you know, long time ago. Um, coach, he came here 20, 2021, I think. 2022 mm-hmm. was his first year. So now it's his second. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great coach, though. Amazing. Shout out to Coach yeah. E. Yeah. Yeah, he's at soccer tonight. So oh. hopefully that goes well because then we have an easy day tomorrow. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> that's, that's how that works. Yeah, that is how that works. Uh, with that being said, that's a good point to put a cap on it right here. Uh, we got a couple more segments here up left on Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, if you guys want to join the show, again, Sarger Heyman text line 402-464-5685. As well as you can catch our streams on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. We'll be back right after this break. <laughs> 